Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've come to the right place. You got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net, and it is an amazing week. We're in an amazing time. Listen, Donald Trump is president of the United States. He's got all kind of forces arraigned against him, and every night, just like FDR did with fireside chats, he is there in Washington, D.C., when Congress will not dare show their face. They're on vacation. They're away. But no, Donald Trump's staying in Washington, D.C. to get the job done. He's not going off and playing golf. He's not going to some vacation land. He's not going to his home. He's staying in the White House, and he's getting the job done. Last week, he told us that he was helped phase in and had a plan to help phase in working with vice president pence to phase in america getting back to work and that's why the title of this week's show is hope and guts and trust in trump did you get that hope and guts and trust in trump it is crazy amazing what's going on in this futile battle against a virus that nobody so small and nobody can defeat the virus but we got a strategy got a game plan and our economy is in turmoil it's in shambles after just two or three four weeks of this how much more can we take and some people in the liberal progressive side said let's do this for a year they think you can just keep pulling money printing money and pulling it out no only if you if you have an economy that can sustain such a hit like this america was in good shape thank goodness to donald trump and having america having the best economy it's ever had but i do have to tell you that it is tough and we talked about donald trump being able as president to thread the needle and that's exactly what he's got to do will he do it will america get through this well we're rolling in different time zones not time zones like eastern and and central time zone i'm talking about different states how much are they affected when can they get back to work and in what phases well the president came out with a plan working with the governors and it is an amazing plan when you look at it. We had to have something to go by. And I have to tell you, there is so much that is in, involved in these plans. And I'm not going to sit here and explain all that to you. You can go on a website, see that. But we have a plan. Remember, uh, we, we got President Trump saying it's time to get back to work. But he doesn't mean everybody gets back to work all at once. Working with the governors, we still have hospitals that some of them are in not the, quite the crisis mode, but so many hospitals are less than half full. Hospitals are losing money because they can't do elective procedures. When do we turn the key on to our 
our economy again and how fast we'll heat up. These are things that nobody knows. Wall Street veterans are pulling their hair out. They can't understand the stock market. It went down. Let, let's just, when I say hope and guts and trust in Trump, that's what America's hanging on, folks. <laughs> that's what America's hanging on. Now, I just have to let you know that as you're listening here on webtalkradio.net, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. And this, <laughs> this show we're talking about last week and what President Trump did and what America is doing and with all the death and the pain and the suffering and people not being able to work and people not sure what the future holds and bills are coming in, car insurance, rent, uh, medical insurance, all these bills, they don't stop. They're still coming in and people need to go to the dentist. They need to go to the doctor. They need to go see all these different people you need a haircut for goodness sake we we need to get back and get some uh our haircut there's so many things that we've put on hold and yet we have a plan and there is an amazing amount of people who are poo-pooing the plan who say we just need to not do anything till there's a vaccine in 2021 or 2022 can you believe that can you believe people think you can stick keep printing money and don't have to have a real economy that shows you the depth of their thinking but now let's get back to what's going on right here with uh, President Donald J. Trump the hopes and, and dreams of Americans are uncertain but people are putting faith in President Trump I said on earlier in the show about you remember how FDR is remembered for his fireside chats during the Great Depression and giving hope? Well, President Trump is doing that every day at his briefing on the coronavirus. And he's been he's been ridiculed. He's the press has got you questions after got you questions after got you questions. And talking about the press, let me just tell you this one thing right here. And you can go to our Facebook page. I put this post up on Facebook, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. If you haven't liked us, go to our Facebook page and like us. And we put some things on there during the week that uh, we can't just get everything on the show. So I'm glad we got a place we can put that up on Facebook. But listen, there's a quote from who? Mark Twain. <laughs> He's one of the America's original humorists. And he was so funny, but he tells so much truth when he said things. And, and he had something about the press. Let me just read to you what Mark Twain said about the press. This is for Mark Twain back over 100 years ago. But take a listen to this. Quote, Do not fear the enemy, for your enemy can only take your life. It is far better that you fear the media, for they will steal your honor. That awful power the public opinion of a nation is created in America by a horde of ignorant, self-complacent simpletons who failed at ditching and shoemaking and fetched up in journalism on their way to the poorhouse. Unquote. That was Mark Twain. And it's amazing how that quote can go for today's generation just like it did for his. 
and when you listen to the press corps and what they are doing to Donald Trump, they've been doing this uh, since he before he was elected, and through uh, the Russia hoax, and the, and then the Ukrainian hoax, which they impeached him for, and now this the way they are almost rooting in some cases i believe they're rooting for america to fail just so donald trump can't win re-election and donald trump is not only having to lead in this uh, uh nobody's prepared or would ever be prepared for what happened and he's leading with example and bringing people from the private sector and the government with dr Fauci all the cdc he's using scientists he's using experts in industry and he's bringing things together is everything perfect no but look at what a gigantic task this is and what donald trump is putting together against not only the virus but all the people and the press and the progressive uh, citizens that want him to fail they just want america to go into shambles so that they can say well they can blame everything on trump and he won't get reelected." what a very selfish un-american driving force that is and i just have to tell you right here on doc holiday's rock splitting politics that's why i titled this week's show hope and guts and trust in trump now where do i get the trust in trump for him well what, look what's happening in America. I told you about the stock market. Now, give you a little background. What did the stock market do? Well, you know, it was hitting all-time highs. It went up, I believe it got up to uh, the high of 29,551 on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. We were at 29,551. And you got to remember, in 2015, you know, when Trump was elected, the stock market was around 18000 or so. From the day he was elected, the stock market went on a, an amazing run. And it had gone from 18000 up to twenty-eight, uh, 29551 I know on doing radio, you get some of these numbers confused. But listen, it fell quicker than any time in history. When this coronavirus came and we saw it's gonna, what it's going to do to the economy and people were going to stay in and be called to shelter in, and it went down to, I think, the low uh, this year. went down to 18,591. I mean, a huge, like, what is that, 30% decline in, in thereabouts. And what? But since it hit eighteen thousand five hundred ninety-one uh, last week, it hit back to twenty-four thousand, more than halfway back up. I mean, and we don't know what's going to happen. We're still in uncertain times, and that's why I said hope and guts and trust in Trump, because that's why these investors who keep the driving the stock market up, there there's nothing to look at in, the, in business to make you feel like investing. They're looking at Donald Trump. They're thinking he can thread the needle. If anybody can thread the needle in his economy and this coronavirus, it's Donald Trump. Why do they say that? Why do they trust in him? Well, he's a businessman. But look what he's doing and bringing his team together. And he's had people on the right saying, get rid of Dr. Fawcett. Get rid of the CDC. Get rid of these people and that people. And they're making mistakes. 
and getting all this from all sides, from progressive side, from the conservative side. And Donald Trump, he didn't blink an eye when he knew we had to keep this economy going and he has full gas on the pedal of getting people paychecks and getting people uh, the extra $600 on top of the unemployment checks and to do this uh, payroll protection plan where companies basically... If they keep their workers, if they don't lay off their workers, the government's going to pay them, is give them a loan, and they don't have to pay it back if they don't lay anybody off for the next couple of months. Unbelievable. Nobody's ever seen anything like this before. But Donald Trump is at the leadership will, and we need more money for the payroll protection program, and Nancy Pelosi's eating ice cream, showing everybody her freezer in California, and she's not even in Washington, D.C. She's the Speaker of the House. We need $250 billion added. All she has to do is have a voice vote, get it done, and the American businesses can keep getting the lifeline they need. They're drowning. They're going under. And Nancy Pelosi and the leadership of the Democratic Party is saying, sink to the bottom, businesses. They say, oh, we don't really mean that. But they do. All they have to do is help businesses by having the same plan. Don't add anything to it. Don't worry about negotiations. Just add the money to the plan that they've already passed. And Nancy Pelosi, as Speaker of the House, is not in Washington, D.C. She's eating ice cream out in California. And it's like, does she really know? Does she have a clue what it is for these restaurant owners, for these small business owners who cannot go to work because the government says you cannot get out of your house? And Nancy Pelosi is eating ice cream, and people and businesses are both dying. Yes, people are dying of the coronaviruses, but businesses are dying, and she does not have the foresight or the vision to see what an effect it's going to have. And I hope the American people will remember in November what the Democratic leadership did in a time of need. They have failed. They have failed. Nancy Pelosi is a failure when it comes to the American businesses that need her now. And that goes for Chuck Schumer. He could twist her arm, but no. Where's he to be seen? Wow. And I'm telling you, when you look at the Wall Street, what's going on, it's sunk. And Wall Street veterans, I told you, they're pulling their hair out. Why is the stock market going up? It's not because of what the the uh, public companies are reporting. These uh, first quarter uh, business reports, everybody knows they're off, and it's going to sink even worse in the second quarter. The numbers aren't there, and the stock market's going up now. Some people say it's going to test the low or go below what we did at 18,000. We don't know. There's uncertainty. But why does it keep going up when the veterans say, don't put money in now because it's going to test that low again. It's going to go down again. But you know what? We've never had a stock market that dove down in a great economy. It dove down because of the coronavirus and what we've had to do. And now it's shooting up. Does it keep going up to make a V-shape and get back where we were? It should not. But this is uncertain times. People, even those who are, who, who've seen ups and downs in the stock market, they've never seen anything like we're experiencing. We've never had a president like Donald J. Trump. And I think, like we've said in previous shows, there'll come a time when people across America 
are going to have to say he was the best man with a business mind in the worst situation America had ever seen when it comes to a virus shutting down an entire country and an economy around the world. And America leads not only here in America, but the leadership in America is reflected around the world in what we do. Very important that we get back and start to work just like Donald Trump and his team has laid out in phases. Very important that the world see America getting back to work. Now, in the second half of the show, we'll do, I'm going to touch base on what we talked about, the evil Communist Party of China last week. Got some follow-up to say about that. But let me just remind everybody that Donald Trump is president of the United States. He has, well, I was talking about Mark Twain. And somebody mentioned this, and I think it's a great representation. I talked about Mark Twain, gave his quote about the press. But in one of his books, <laughs> uh, Tom Sawyer, one of his characters, had to, had to go paint a fence. And you remember he he was showing basically how much fun he's having painting, and then he had uh, he had other people to end up painting the fence, and they got the job done. And he he didn't have to paint, he didn't have to work because he got other people to do it because they thought they were having fun painting the fence. But you know when Donald Trump said, and I think this is great when Donald Trump said, you know he he held the power. As president of the United States, he held the power. And, man, did that light up the fire on 50 governors. And they're going, no, no, we got the power. We got the power. And guess what? The governors are getting it done now under Trump's plan because they want to show that they, they have the power. It sort of reminds you of that Tom Sawyer story, doesn't it? <laughs> and and Donald Trump can play, play the press the same way. It was just so fun last week when he used a little two-minute video clip showing the press, all the things the press was starting to blame Trump. Well, you should have done something sooner. Trump, Trump you know, is responsible for this, this, and this. He said this. He didn't do this. And what Donald Trump and the White House team did at the press conference to start it off, they played clips of not Democrats or Republicans, but of newscasters saying the same things they were blaming Donald Trump for. Oh, did that ever infuriate them? Yes, it infuriated them. And, and CNN just turned it off, I believe. They weren't going to have any of it. Uh, listen, we, we're getting close right here. Uh, so much to get in into today's show for this week. So much is happening. So I have some very important points to make about President Trump and to go back and tell you some things that have come out since our show on the evil Communist Party of China last week. Some new information has come out that I would love to have on the show last week, but I'm gonna, we're going to add it because it's new. So I'm going to tell you about that on second half of the show. Let me just tell you right now, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And we're glad to have you. A lot of new listeners. We, we appreciate our new listeners. Send this link out to your friends and neighbors and your even your friends across the, the states. Uh, all over from east, west coast, we've been building up our audience and we appreciate everybody. And I can't 
respond to every email that comes in but you can go there and send me emails you have questions and we look at every one of them now i do want to say that some of you may be looking for face mask well i got a source of hand-sewn face mask and you can get them by going to the website you can you can uh, click on a picture of bedrock truth that's the book that i wrote with dr alveda king and dr alex mcfarland but you can see that cover that book right here on the rock splitting politics web page and click on that book it'll take you to the website that's www.dockholiday.org and you can when you get to that website and you'll look at the top it'll have a it says face mask if you click on that face mask and tell you how you can get a face mask a cloth face mask this is for wearing out it's not a medical face mask it's non-medical but you can you can wash it and uh hand dry it let it drip dry or and it'll last longer but you can get those masks for 9.99 now so uh go go on the website and check that out just uh look for the face mask and i'll try to put a link on the this week's show so do that and get you a face mask because i believe it's going to be pretty much mandatory in the next three or four months to have a face mask when you uh, uh out in public i think that's one way we're going to have to uh keep this virus uh, from overtaking us and protect us but the face mask really thing to remember is if everybody wears face mask if somebody coughs sneeze whatever it protects others instead of having to put your uh elbow you know your nose in your elbow if everybody has face mask on it will it will help cut down on the spread of this virus and and other diseases too may cut down on the flu but we're going to be wearing face masks out in public it looks like and i think it's the safe thing to do so uh if you don't have one order one right here on uh, dockholiday.org now i do want to say uh this is an election year and a lot of the gripe gripes of the democrats and what donald trump's trying to do and democratic governors well let me just let's play this clip from the tucker Tucker Carlson on Fox News with the governor of New Jersey. Take a listen to this. You made that decision, and as I noted before, 15 congregants at a synagogue in New Jersey were arrested and charged for being in a synagogue together. Now, the Bill of Rights, as you well know, protects Americans' right, enshrines their right to practice their religion as they see fit and to congregate together to assemble peacefully. By what authority did you nullify the Bill of Rights in issuing this order? How do you have the power to do that? That's above my pay grade, Tucker. So I wasn't wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. We went to all, first of all, we looked at the data and the science, and it says people have... The Bill of Rights. Has anybody remembered the Bill of Rights? We've got mayors and governors around this nation who've got king-itis. They think somebody's crowned him king. Now, we need health protection. We need common sense. And sometimes between trying to protect the public and common sense, these governors have gone crazy in some places. And mayors, they've overstepped their bounds. If anything's brought to court, how could you say that people can be denied their civil rights if there's martial law yes we are in a national emergency 
and it gives you uh, gives citizens the challenge to do as you're told by authorities, but they cannot take away your civil rights unless there's martial law called. And that's the way I understand it. But if your governor or your mayor is overstepping their bounds, then write letters to the editor. Get out and let people know. And it's okay to go out and march and stay six feet apart. You don't have to have a big crowd. And you can you can uh, protest peacefully, peacefully and correctly staying six feet apart. And we do need to protest like they did in Michigan. If a governor is is becoming more like a king or queen and and given mandates that have nothing to do with the Constitution, then yes, they need to be challenged. And I hope we can free up this uh, country and get this economy going. It'll take some time. It's not going to be like turning a key on. We do need to phase in. That's when the president and his team have put together a good plan that does not have everybody starting off at one day, one uh, time, but allowing governors. That's federalism in the Constitution. Let the governors lead and the federal government help in where they need to help. But it should not be this uh, massive government takeover by Washington, D.C. And I'm grateful that Donald Trump is helping the governors restore dignity and power to the governorship of each state. But that does not give them the power to stomp on your civil or religious liberties. And uh, I'm glad governors have uh, got the responsibility and mayors in cities. But I know some mayors are trying to get outside the, the uh, city limits of what they were elected to. They weren't elected for the county. They weren't elected for the, the geographical uh, district. They were elected to a city limit. And that's where the mayor's power stops. And uh, some of these mayors have tried to be kings or queens and extend uh, powers in, that uh, are going against religious and civil liberties. So let's keep that in check. And it's okay to protest and okay to point things out. But now, uh, I told you, we had some news that came in from uh, about China that on top of what I told about the evil uh, communist government last week of China. And you go back to last week's show if you didn't hear it. But uh, since then, they found out two things very important. They, they are zeroing in on the coronavirus, where it originated. It looks like it was one of those labs. It was not really a wet market. It's one of those labs, and it wasn't manufactured or engineered as much as they just didn't know what they were doing to keep a virus from escaping that lab, and the whole world's paying for it. And it looks like NIH, the National Institutes of Health, under Barack Obama and Joe Biden, the administration, they provided $3.7 million grant to this lab that let the virus out in Wuhan, China. Listen, this is the most villainous thing that I've heard as far as uh, the Communist Party. They are evil. They care about the state of China, not about people around the world they care about the state the communist party of mainland china that's what they care about that's what they live for that's what they die for the communist party of china and you can tell by, by one of the things we found out last week that the chinese communist party stopped flights from wuhan china 
to any domestic area in China. In other words, Wuhan flights that would have infected people from Wuhan were not allowed to fly anywhere in the country of China, but they allowed international flights to come in and out of Wuhan, China, sending the virus around the world. That is evil. That's the Communist Party of China today, and they should pay a price. I wish they had freedom. I wish the people of China could get their voice out. But the nastiness, the evil of a communist dictatorship party is the fact that they won't control and they make their citizens who, and you go back to last week's show and hear all the drastic measures, but they believe the citizens live for the state, not God, not country, but for the communist party and that's what they subject their people to and they don't care about the rest of the world when it comes to the communist party they rather the communist party look like a shining star even if hundreds of thousands of people die around the world and that's the evilness of the chinese communist party and i'm telling you there is hope and guts and trust in Trump, and that's what's keeping America going now. we got to get this economy going to back up President Trump and the American people so that the world will be inspired to get back to what we had. And I hope the Chinese Communist Party pays a price for this deadly, selfish decision to put the Communist Party's image of China above the health and lives of citizens around the world. That's Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We had a lot to pack in. Remember, there's hope and guts and trust in Trump. Let's back him up. And next week, we got another great show. This world is changing every minute. And we'll keep you posted right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Good to talk to you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.